Hey everyone, welcome to Central Park. Um, this is our premiere episode, and basically, we just talk about movies and TV shows, and you know, we reminisce about everything that goes on in the TV space. Um, I'm Tunde. You can find me on Instagram, um, Tunde two underscores, and then Fash. That's Tunde underscore underscore F-A-S-H. And I'm here with um, my co-host. I'm Abdullah. You can find me at Abdullah Yunus3 on Twitter. I'm not really active on IG, so yeah, you can just always find me on Twitter so we can continue to have um, whatever conversations we've had on the podcast. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun. That's just basically the whole point of the podcast. We just want to share our we say experience or knowledge you can call it joblessness of how much time that we've spent watching series so we just want to share the best quality series with you guys which just give everyone um if you have you can just call us your tv show plug <laughs> yeah that's it so we're going to be having a lot of fun together that's i'm sure of course we have so much content for you guys so much plan for you guys and yeah just always tune in every saturday just yeah we're going to have a lot of fun so yeah let's just um dive right in so you know being our first episode it's really tricky knowing what to talk about so basically we're just going to start at the very beginning um so i'll be like what what was the first show you ever saw like bro what was the first show you ever saw are we talking <laughs> some Nikita? <laughs> I, I don't mean, I don't mean like Ben 10 or like them Disney shows when you were a kid. I mean like no. proper, proper shows. Like as, well, you were still a kid probably, but like as an adult, a semi-adult. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That are we counting the, you're not the one that was actually watching the show, but you were there while you were watching it. So you watched. Just picking, picking it up in the background. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why what I said was the first proper show you did yourself. Okay, it was Arrow. It was Arrow, hmm. bro. That time when because I, I I was in the boarding house, so uh I'll now go to boarding house. Then when wait. I come back, they would have released six episodes of Arrow, one for oh, each crazy. week. Wait, what, what, year, what year was that? Like, was it when Arrow started? So for like you just joined in a couple of seasons later. I think I, I should have started at maybe like season two, maybe like just two. So that's like 2014. Yeah. Uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first show was it was along the same line. It was also in the Arrowverse, but it wasn't Arrow. You know, for some reason, flash. even up to date, I feel ashamed. I haven't seen Arrow. Like, Bro. I've that's seen, sad. I've seen Arrow in action. Like my first show, like proper show was The Flash. And uh, Loki, ever since I was a kid, Flash had always been my, like, my number one superhero. For some reason, I just, like, super speed had always intrigued me. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> but then, my brother actually put me on Flash then. And, you know, I mean, Flash was my number one superhero. And then there was a Flash TV show. Obviously, I wanted to watch. I just, I don't you've seen flash now flash was uh, top tier like. yeah, yeah, yeah i've seen flash 
Yeah, you won. Top tier. Yeah. And what you said about like all those episodes piling up when you were in boarding school. I was also in boarding school. Like, guy, that thing was it was actually euphoric for me because Loki, I I enjoyed binge watching shows. Sometimes I don't, but most times I actually enjoy binge watching. And bro, there's nothing Loki about it. I enjoyed it. I just come. Immediately I come as they pick me. I don't. I've already started downloading the episodes. Downloading the episodes, just come start watching. Ah, the joy. Yeah. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. something interesting. You know, like I said, sometimes I didn't enjoy being watching. Like the thing is, what I mean is that I just couldn't wait. Sometimes. So then, first of all, it started as me. I had a guy, one of my tight friends. Then his name is Shelby. What used to happen was you'd watch Flash, then you'd come to school and like explain what happened in the episode to me in detail, <laughs> like proper proper detail. Like, and I'll sit him down. If I see that he yeah, has just like briefly summarized, I will tap him head. What are you doing? You are burning <laughs> the glory of smartphones. Like you're explaining to me, like guy, you're crazy. <laughs> and get yeah, crazy enough like you got to a stage that wasn't enough for me the first time i ever took phone to school phone was contraband in my school like no first time i ever took phone to school most people they carry phone to school to districts like babes and other schools because i attended a single sex school so most guys they brought their phones to school to chat with their babes in other schools they also took their phones to school bombing i carried my phone to school for the sole purpose of watching Flash and not having to rely on a third party to, you know, explain the show to me. Because, I mean, it got to a stage that wasn't satisfying, you know. It's almost it, it, pathetic. It, it, it line comes to mind, but I won't say it. I, 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 I won't say it. I won't say it. Wow, 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 the show. Ah, <laughs> like, it was so crazy. Man. Yeah. Like, Flash was actually it was a proper show, and you know it's so sad to see what Flash has become now. Well, I don't even know what it has become now because I think I stopped watching at was this season five. It began to dip like seriously, and I think a lot of people are agreeing to like. But Bro, you know, I used Flash to like, To be honest, even the entire universe, even Arrow, so at some point it does Arrow, For real, Arrow, I thought Arrow was like. Uh, I know that, like, Flash got six way, but Arrow was proper now. The Arrow did. Yes, Arrow was proper, but at some point, they sort of lost their wish, but they always used to find their way back. But some of some seasons were sort of shaky. Not like, really, not seasons, because the show used to always be good parts of the season. Just uh, the, like, last of episodes that just be somehow... So Bro, like, let's like, just move away. Let's like, move away from Flash. People will think that that we don't know what we're talking about. That we don't know quality shows. Oh, talking Bro, Flash. Actually, <laughs> ah, see me talking yeah. about you so know what? Just wanted to give a bit of background. Exactly, like the very beginning. <laughs> you know, funny enough, yeah, all this yeah. I'm saying, like, I think before COVID nineteen, I think mean, even for both of us, we never really show, saw shows outside the Arrowverse before COVID nineteen. It was when, like, the whole lockdown came and we had that much time on our hands. I mean, 
I don't I see I probably even remember all the shows I watched throughout the unexpected holiday. But guy, I watched a lot of shows. Like what's like what shows do you remember watching? <laughs> Bro, this that especially then I used to save everything. So I remember most of it. Okay, I'm on my laptop now. My laptop is open. Let me just let, let's just walk through. So as you're listening, you can see the shows that you, that you know there. And you know what? Things that originally I used to store everything I used to watch. But mm-hmm. one time, because of lack of space, I've trimmed down most of it. Right. So it's only everything that is on this laptop. Everything is good. Like at least if I rate the shows on this laptop, each one is a the lowest would be like a seven over ten. Ah, okay. You know, Bro, no, originally, before when when we both and things that we used to see shows at the same time, we used to watch yeah. shows together. So, I think you, we've seen basically all the same shows that we've seen that um either one of us has seen. Or how do we put it? I don't know. Let's... Yeah. Okay. So, um, Avatar. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, of course. Christ, Christ, trash. I think everybody agrees on that. You, not everybody will agree on that, actually. Okay, it's not trash. It's not trash, you know, but it's much like, worker. I mean, everybody should agree that Eng was like the legend of Eng was better than Korra. But you know, I've actually had conversations with people. People who prefer Korra to Eng. I know that's why. I feel I feel it is heresy, but you know, they, they actually, you know, all those people that just, they just stand on their ground and they don't yes. listen to the voice of reason, you know, but actually, Cora wasn't complete trash. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like actually that trash. I rewatched, I remember rewatching Cora and I think, wait, how many seasons, is it four seasons Cora? I don't even remember. I shall know when, when I rewatched Cora. I watched the first two seasons, and I think the third season was the season about spirits. And yeah. I just I intentionally skipped that season because I don't know. I I didn't enjoy that arc in um, the Legend of Korra. I just didn't enjoy like spirits bending and aura bending and harmonic convergence and all of that. I I didn't really. It was it was too dark for me. And well, sure, I don't really like horror movies, but. It was sort of dark for me. It reminded me of watching Ben 10. The arc in Ben 10 when Ghost Freak escaped from the Omnitrix. I mean, I had nightmares about Ghost Freak. Like, <laughs> the so I just, I dipped. I didn't watch that. I mean, the only, uh, uh, sorry? The only thing that I watched as a child that I can see that this scared me was this stuff was House of Anubis. Yeah, that show. House of Anubis. It was now, used to come on around 6 p.m. They will not be in the house. They will be in that their dark house. They will be going down dark passageways. I, I actually never watched it. Trust nonsense. I, I actually never watched this. See, Loki, my ah. my childhood was weird because, and I know a lot of people exclaim when I say this, but I never saw SpongeBob as a kid. And I've said it outside a lot of times, and people have just they just gasped and like. Oh, which which person didn't see SpongeBob as a kid? But I never saw SpongeBob as a kid. I mean, now yes, I can't. Yes, liked it. For you, I'll, uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, a lot of people love SpongeBob. Like it's okay, probably like originally, yeah. originally when I first see it, I I didn't really like it. 
up until like later. I don't know what happened. I was forced to watch it for some time, and then it grew on me. Let's just say it was an acquired taste. <laughs> All right. I I never tuned in like SpongeBob just never came up. I don't I don't I really do not know how because I remember watching Nickelodeon, watching them Kung Fu Panda, and I I don't know that's okay. I think Avatar too. That was where Avatar is where. Then yeah yeah I I remember watching all of that on Nickelodeon, but I just do not recollect watching SpongeBob. And bro, while we're on the topic, while yeah. we're on the topic, Nickelodeon fell off, guy. Everybody knows that. Ah, Nicolette fell off. I actually do not remember. He fell off. Like, I don't remember the truth that like he began to show like at the end of my childhood when I used to watch DS and all of that. So uh, I really no, don't remember. Like, anytime that like, I'm doing mistake now, like I'm looking at Nickelodeon, checking their content or whatever, bro. Oh, it's too sad. That one is normal now. It is normal. Because even like currently now, I don't know why I I pity this. Not that I pity. I just feel bad for this in, generation after us. Because even the current maintain that they are showing, it's too. I get that they are kids, but it's too childish for them now. They like maintain as dips like mad. Like they just they nerfed maintain so much. I mean, the maintain we used to watch as kids. If you watch it now, I mean, well, definitely you still feel that. It's a kids show and stuff, but on some level, as an adult, it will still make sense to you watching it. And you, but like, if you watch the ones they are currently releasing and airing all over, it's like watching Teletop is like I don't know, it's just too childish. It doesn't <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, all those like see how Benten evolved during our era. Benten, Benten Alien Force, Benten Ultimate Alien. Now I don't know what they are doing. Like all those Ben Ten Thousand episodes, guy. Do you remember? It was so soft, guy. Yeah. I remember I loved Ben Ten Thousand so much because you know in Ben Ten, the major like con of using the Omnitrix was that it's timeout, and you had to wait for it to like recharge or something before you could turn it to another alien. But Ben Ten Thousand, he had a flex. Just turn it to one alien, tap on the Omnitrix, turn it to another alien guy and it was so soft guy so, so <laughs> very soft tv shows yeah i think we were on what what do you even get sidetracked i think it was because of quora or something that we got sidetracked yeah when i was just so, okay yeah, yeah. Was just about the shows i've seen <laughs> you saw during the lockdown yeah take notes take notes uh avatar bank blacklist bojack Brooklyn Nine Nine, Chuck. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Calm down. Okay. Just, how, can you breeze, how can you breeze over Brooklyn Nine Nine like that? No, 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 no. We're, we're not. We're not discussing anything yet. We're not discussing no, anything yet. Can you who can spend hours talking about each one of these shows? But it's not even going is, to be. The thing is, if you just list all of them out, yeah, I won't remember. I won't remember them. Better just talk about them like as you list them out. Because, guy, as you mentioned, Brooklyn Nine, I like a flood of memory just came pouring down. I've not like I've not been able to bring myself to watch the finale. You know, some things are just better, like they are they are better left like unfinished. That left better left is imagination. <laughs> oh, exactly. Like I just couldn't no, bring myself to finish it. You didn't you didn't finish Chuck, but if you finish no. Chuck, 
Chuck, Chuck the acting of Chuck was was good. Yeah. I don't like the reason why I stopped watching Chuck was Chuck began to annoy me. Like it was just he began to annoy, to annoy you. Mm-hmm. You got through the first season and it's just beginning to annoy you. <laughs> okay. Not that it was beginning to annoy me. Like I had my feel of annoyance, like and I just did like because I mean there were a lot of very I mean it's Chuck for God's sake. Like Chuck is the Russia is not it's not annoying in an annoying way. He's annoying in an like in a chalk way. Like you grab what I'm saying. I mean But these guys are just listening, just wondering what are these guys talking about? Bro, actually uh Chuck is actually a top tier show. Let me know like it's action comedy. And it's one of those shows that when you see action comedy, when you Google it, it's actually action comedy. It's yeah, pure yeah. action and like there's that, a lot of comedy yeah, in that. it. A lot of the shows that we watch they fall into one branch that okay we can be talking about sitcoms or action series but Chuck actually is a perfect balancing act exactly and it's actually for people who like um, shows about well not really crime investigation but shows about like the CIA the FBI and stuff yeah this show is kind of it involves wait was Sarah CIA I think yeah, so yeah CIA. <laughs> involves CIA involves CIA and if you yeah. like if you like um shows about like fighting and well obviously CIA is involved they'll definitely be shooting and fighting and there is a memorable line from Chuck that you probably when you watch Chuck you think back to this episode of this podcast I know Kung Fu I don't know why the thing is <laughs> I, I didn't just watch I, I didn't just watch Chuck in 2020. I watched Chuck. I didn't watch Chuck actually. My brother watched Chuck about a couple of years ago, and I remember just like watching it in the background with him. And I remember that line. I know kung fu. I remember it from back then when that's I said 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you won't grab now. And when I was just watching it in 2020, like that line, I just got there and I just remembered like. Don't worry, you guys get to experience what I experienced, and trust me, you love it. Chuck is actually—it's a good watch. You love it. Um. Okay. So let's. We didn't actually decide this beforehand, but I guess that's why we're doing this. This um, this first episode, this inaugural episode of the podcast, we can just give brief, uh, overviews of some of these shows. Yeah, actually, I think that makes sense. Yeah. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> uh. Okay, blacklist. <laughs> Bro, we can we can spend this. Like this can be an entire podcast episode on it can be an entire podcast on its own. You know, you, you know the funny like I actually I I try to avoid the question of um Sunday, what's your favorite TV show or what's your favorite movie and stuff like that. But I know that blacklist is top three. Like at the very least, blacklist is top three. Cause the thing is, I've always been intrigued by all these um, intelligence intelligence agency and like them crime investigation and stuff. Like you know, them CIA, FBI, NSA shows that are centered about around um, things like that, concepts like that. And the blacklist is is exactly about something like that. Like it's about a criminal. Ah, Abdul, 
I'm I'm being flooded with emotions. You know, just take over like <laughs> so spread the gospel. Tell them about Black Christ. Okay, it's about uh uh wow. Soon they were on season nine. <laughs> just finished season nine of Blacklist. Yeah. And what Blacklist is about can okay, okay. Just the title. Exactly. I got what we are saying. <laughs> Like, seeing what Blacklist is about now, man, no, be what it was about then, already. No, but we can just explain what the Blacklist is. I mean, that's the whole concept. Oh, oh yeah. actually, actually, yeah. that And you won't, like, give so, spoilers and stuff. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there are no spoilers, because that's, that's basically what happens, like, the first episode, the very first episode, mm-hmm. that's what happens. I remember I saw it recently, that's exactly what happens in the first episode. So, right. the Blacklist is centered on Raymond Reddington. Who is a is, is it is it the is it the first on the water wanted list? Uh I think then in season one it wasn't first or it was at the top. I don't remember. Anyhow, the top ten um FBI most wanted list, most wanted fugitives is on the top ten. So they've been hunting the FBI has been the FBI, the NSA. I think at some point in the um show they'll be like that. Whatever um grouping of alphabets you can throw together. <laughs> that everybody that they are all hunting him that they are all hunting him so they've been hunting him for the last 25 years so um I remember you remember the scene with wrestler when um okay so the show starts with Reddington the one one of the top 10 uh, most wanted fugitives walking into the, the FBI and giving up giving up himself like just surrendering that the the um as you watch as you watch this, uh, this as you listen to this podcast episode just just go to youtube and search blacklist opening scene that scene is is, is memorable it's a really mem- memorable thing like is is if the guys that made that show they, they really did well because sometimes you can start a show and the show might get better as you're going in, inwards but the, the show might start out a little bit slow and you might give up on it but the blacklist arrests your attention for real and those first couple of episodes they are what you call the definition of flex because Raymond Reddington ah Raymond Reddington is a, is a boss like I don't want to say too much I don't want to give out too much yeah the first few episodes but, they, try and, they try and establish to us that they try like, and establish who Reddington is to us they try yeah. and show you what he is he's he, more than you who like exactly. he's a living legend <laughs> For real. Well, you know, see, if we rated Chuck, like, if we talked about Chuck and rated Chuck, like, I don't know, what do you, what, what would you rate Chuck over 10? Are you trying to say in comparison to Blacklist? Because, guys, that's a difficult conversation. Like, it's, I, I know, because, like, comp- like, you can't, it doesn't even compare. Like, bro. Two entirely different it levels it of Chuck. Like, doesn't even compare. I, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> like yeah. Chuck is more light-hearted and it's just I a different try. level of show. It's a different level of show. Yeah. Blacklist is in a class of its own. I put Blacklist alongside which other shows? Not sitcoms. Let's not put sitcoms because comparing mm. black shows, a lot. Well, sure. No, not a lot of you. One particular person has always been. I guess they are similar. House of Cards. House of Cards is goated. That I can I tell you. 
He actually is, and I know he intentionally does it to please me because you know I don't like it when people. I know most people do it just like for bands, and I get it then. Like he he, he tries to like please me by saying Frank Underwood is like he's better than Moderator or something. No, like, he's always telling me too. Like mm-hmm. I know he just does it. I I I, I, I it's funny. But let's like, not talk exactly. let's not talk about just, that just leave it, leave it. Leave like that, bro that. See, literally literally eh me i've seen out yeah. of cards i told you the house of cards is good i have seen out of cards too now you know the last it's very unfortunate that kevin spader went to go and do abi i said kevin spader what's his name again spacey yeah yeah like he had to go and get involved with we won't go into all that yeah um so yeah but basically in the last the last season mm-hmm. that he was involved in what they were setting him up to be they were setting it up that claire was going to be the president and that he was basically going to try and become reddington that is how they were trying to set him up to be that is what they were trying to set on that up to be i'm and telling you right. basically they were trying to set it up that because what happened was that in the show um underwood he's the house of cards is about okay yeah, we can talk about house of cards a bit because it's actually really good really macho um when you say when you hear political um political thriller you might think that it's not a good like you wouldn't want exactly. to get involved that's how exactly. it sounds too serious you know no it's not even you might even be wondering that's how those two words even go together <laughs> politics and thriller that's what are we talking about <laughs> but i think I think House of Cards might be like the only show in that category. It's not the only show, but it's definitely the best show by a long. <laughs> uh, I know you've like, you've mentioned Madame Secretary before. I've not seen it. Yeah. Is Madame, Madame Secretary, Secretary also a, is it also a political thriller? Yes. Yes. It is. We can touch on that later. Like, is, is, is it in a league? Like, does it compare to House of Cards? Bro, House of Cards is. You know what? I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't argue with it too much. You shouldn't argue with it too much. But when Shibomi compares House of Cards to Blacklist, I don't argue too hard because House of Cards is no. just really, really good. I know that like, Underwood too. Underwood, like, another thing you guys are going to love in House of Cards is um, the protagonist. That's the main character, breaking the fourth wall. Um, ah. Like mm. you are actually you are going to love this. Good. If, you, if you don't know what that means, it's break um the fourth wall is basically what divides the audience from the cast that the people in whatever show or movie are watching. That was actually our initial intention for naming this podcast. We wanted to name it the fourth wall, but um upon further research we found out that well it was too good a name to not have been taken, so you know other like-minded people they took the name and you know they they put it to good use but sharp um the protagonist in house of cards he breaks the fourth wall that means he disregards the barrier between the audience and the cast like he basically communicates with the cast that that is he looks into the camera and he talks directly to you the person watching the show you know you know other other shows just they ignore you like, same way the same way Deadpool does exactly, exactly same way Deadpool does 
you know and you know how fun that is i mean so yeah you're going to love that about of cards so why why don't we just go back to the shows we were listing um what was the last one you mentioned yeah um let me check uh, okay, it's blacklist. Why are we yeah. talking about blacklist? Too? We're talking about blacklist. <laughs> yeah, we've lost our train of thoughts. That's that's like why I'm like so excited about this podcast. There's just there's just so much to talk about. It's almost limitless. Endless. Exactly, yeah. endless. And endless. it's very crazy how they all lead each other. Like you can go from A and you just find yourself as Z. You don't know how you got there. The, really, the just, for real really easy to get lost i think we're going to have to try and like structure our conversations or something to prevent us from going down (laughs) the rabbit hole just going down side parts just get lost so um blacklist ah blacklist is good let's just leave it like that and we're we're giving them you know i've given them a taste so you know let's not give out too much let's just move (sighs) okay let me just give a short what Blacklist is about. Blacklist is about Raymond Reddington, one of the top 10 most wanted fugitives. Fugitives. <laughs> uh, one of the top 10 most wanted fugitives on the FBI's, you know, the FBI's most wanted list. Saying this now, it brings to mind um, and that should blind spot. But let's leave that one out. So, um, Raymond Reddington gives himself, he turns himself into the FBI and he, he, after turning himself into the FBI, he demands that he's only going to speak with Elizabeth King. At that point, both with the audience, both the uh, all everybody else in the show, apart from Reddington, they're like, "Who is Elizabeth King?" Like nobody show, knows. Like, yeah, nobody knows. Then the, the show the show um, flashes to said Elizabeth King. Um, said Elizabeth King. They're just showing her. She's just looking like one regular person, about to head out to work, kissing, waking up late. She, um, it's her first day of work starting as an FBI profiler. So she kisses her husband. <laughs> husband, in quotes. Let's not, <laughs> let's not go there. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> so she kisses her husband. She does... Did she even bath? Like all these Americans, when they're like showing their um, getting up in the morning routine. <laughs> they, just, they just brief for everything. Sure. It, just, it doesn't look as if they ever bath. Yeah. <laughs> It just like she just threw three rounds of clothes, then did one or two, br- brushed her mouth, had some maybe toast or something, and they went out. So, yeah, yeah. she's heading out at door. She's asking her husband that um, she's going to need to borrow the car because she's already late for work. Then this massive, like, massive helicopter just appears above, um, above her home. And then there are these FBI agents that are all around. SUVs are pulling up as well. And they're like, Elizabeth King, that you need to come with us. Then she just hands her husband back the keys that, honey, I don't think I'm going to need the car. <laughs> Bro. <Okay>. Like, <laughs> Blacklist, you can tell that they really went, they really went for the, like, opening episode or episodes. They really tried to impress. Actually, because that first episode, it's gay, you books. And like, yeah, yeah, and I think that's actually really important in the show. You need to try and get the audience hooked so they can really stay with you. And they did, yeah, that, so okay. Let's let's let's, let's leave Blacklist Bojack. I, have you seen Bojack? Actually, it's an animation. Uh, Bojack is actually a really deep show. 
I don't know whether I want to call it the satire or something. Um, I think there's another term for it. So basically, on the surface, is like a regular, like animated show, just regular show that's about this horse. Um, I, I, I particularly love the song. You can just check out the song, the Bojack Horseman theme song. Back in the 90s, ah, no, no, no. I won't try to sing. I won't try to sing. <laughs> I won't try to sing. Um, don't know the name of the song. Just, just set for Bojack Horseman theme song. Is for the song is for the show, so to, to come up. Sure, the song is really good, so it it won't be difficult to find it. Chuck, no Brooklyn Nine Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine is one of like it's it's one of my top like is it a sitcom? It's a it's a comedy. Sitcom, come. Our comedy is not sitcoms. They actually are. Well, our comedy sitcoms. I mean, all sitcoms are comedies, but our comedy. Oh, uh, all this, all this kind of. I swear, dead that, <laughs> dead that line of thought. It's called being philosophical, you know. But we left all that behind. But Let's anyhow, go. um, it's one of you know. I actually admire these sitcoms that you know most sitcoms. What they are known for is the laugh track, like usually in the background. Like what I mean is. Those people that when say a character in the show say something funny, you hear that laughing. Like even if you are not laughing, you shall hear some people laughing in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when comedies, when they actually they're able to achieve like their comedy without the laugh tracks. Because the laugh tracks actually help a lot. Because there are some times when they say some jokes and the jokes just fly over your head. You don't know that it's actually meant to be funny. But because of the laugh track, you actually did what they said, and then your cost to you. But like, you know, Brooklyn Nine doesn't have it. Doesn't have a laugh track, and it is still it is incredibly funny. Like, would you say Peralta is the main character? Definitely, it's definitely the main character. Yeah. So it's like Brooklyn Nine. It's um, the show is centered in New York. You know, New York. They are police. Department. It's centered York. in the Brooklyn. It's centered in Brooklyn. Exactly. In Brooklyn in New York. Like the the police department in New York, they operate like with precincts. So it's about the 99th precinct, and 99 precincts is in Brooklyn. Sure, about their detectives and their officers, and they are incredibly funny captain. Oh, I actually think I think their captain was my favorite character of all. It was just, you know, it was is that type of character that is is as if he's not trying to be funny, and and that just makes him like so incredibly funny. You, Isha, he was my favorite character out of all of them, and I found him the funniest. So Isha, Bukhlenana, it's like if you're just looking for a show to make you relax and to have a good time, not something that will give you emotional turmoil, you know. Just watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very no, funny. I think, very I think um, we'll just have... One of the days, we're going to do a podcast that's just all going... It's going to be about sitcoms. It's going to be yeah, about sitcoms. What you, what you are describing now, that is what a sitcom is. It should mm-hmm. just relax. Actually, just watch. you know, shows you can just watch in the background, like if you are walking and just, you know, just listen to it. You know? Or... Like we're going to recommend how to get away with murder for you. I'm going to recommend how to get away with murder as a show for you to watch. 
But I now, even from that, you can. <laughs> out, out to, that should give me. I had. God, I can't put into words. I just can't see emotional turmoil. That show was the pure definition of it. Drama. I'm telling you that if you are going to, we are going to recommend how to get a mother for you. We are going to go into, we are going to go in depth. Well, not in depth. I'm just going to give a slight. Um, how do we say it? Uh, a surface explanation of the show. Yeah, cursory overview of the show. Oh, but, and oh, hold on, hold on. Before we go from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Now, like, I know you agree. You know when you're watching, like, hardcore shows, shows that are, like, very serious. You know when you're binging them, it gets to a point where you just get tired of the show. And you need another well, show to, like, sub in. You grab. Or you don't experience that. No, it happens now. I just said exactly. burnout. I, I, feel, I feel that Brooklyn Nine would be a perfect show for that. Like, a perfect show to be, like, sobbing in for you. Because, you know, when you're watching something hardcore, you just, you need some comic relief. Sunday, Sunday. Okay. I just I already said it. Everything you are seen about Brooklyn Nine Nine, like the features you are seen about Brooklyn Nine Nine, it is a sitcom. Like it is the concern. It's you know. Uh, I'm just I'm enlightening our listeners. Get me. <laughs> you get me. Like it is the quintessential sitcom. Everything they are seeing. That's exactly what I wanted to say about how to get your mother. Um, that I was I wasn't trying to pivot away from from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I just wanted to mention oh. that. What we are going to mention, how to get a mother for you as a, like, if I mention this series for you, like, top five, mm-hmm. that you need to see first. You need to see how to get a mother. But while you are watching that, how to get a mother, so you won't try and come and hold us at Central Park responsibly exactly. for, for your own safety. safety. For your own safety. You need to pair it with a sitcom. You need exactly. to pair it with a sitcom. That's it. Because exactly. I remember those days during, um, during lockdown, you'd be watching just binging out to get the mother relentlessly just watching once i watch three episodes at a go that's two hours at a go bro, i'm telling you my body temperature will be exactly higher bro. <laughs> <laughs> my body temperature already be higher i would that's start sure, for no reason bro. ah that show was that show was intense bro, so bro, I, bro. I remember that <laughs> Was uh, uh, that Matis comp that I was pairing with at the time? So once I watched like three episodes of How to Get a Mother, How to Get a Mother, I'll just step down, you know. I just step down with some How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I Met Your Mother. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, I Met Your Mother was my. Well, like when I didn't have a problem with people asking me what my favorite show was, I Met Your Mother to Black Spot for the longest time. And now, well, I mean, I consider I Met Your Mother as my favorite show. I mean, it is up there, but it definitely isn't. The thing is, I, I'm i not going to lie. I saw I Met Your Mother was my favorite show in solidarity to my brother. My brother also put me on I Met Your Mother. And I think even up to date, I Met Your Mother is like my brother's favorite sitcom. Or maybe not show, but I know it's his favorite sitcom. Like, it doesn't tolerate any slander. Like, not in the slightest. Like the glance we could give you last one, like you go calm down, you go rethink calm. But anyhow, I mean, I think I've seen better sitcoms. It should not come for me. Sure, people that have seen I Met Your Mother and love it over other sitcoms don't come for me. But I think I've seen better, and we'll probably. Talk Sunday, about we've, we've had the discussion now. Like we, we, we've said this many times that I Met Your Mother is like derivative of like. Um, no, I think I think look here. I think. That's what most 
most shows can't do without being derivative of other previous shows that are along the same line. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, right. even um, Friends, what's the name of this show? Is it Seinfeld or the Seventh? Yes, yeah, yeah, like they, it's it's derivative of those other older shows too. So they usually see some things that are similar, and it's because they are along the same line. Go on. Anyhow, you know. So what shows that we went from Brooklyn Nine Nine to How to Get Your Mother? So what's after Brooklyn? Uh, Cobra Kai. You haven't seen it? Cobra Kai, Cobra. Oh, I haven't seen Cobra Kai. Can you That's the Karate Kid show. Yeah, the Karate Kid um sequel. Yeah, sequel. So it it picks up. It uses it, it continues with the same um same Karate Kid story. It con it picks up like maybe twenty years after the events of Karate Wait, Kid. Wait, calm down. I think I think there should be a caveat. The Karate Kid that Abdullah is talking about, it's not the Jaden Smith Karate Kid. Oh the, yeah. The, it's the OG the OG Karate Kid. The one before the Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan Karate Kid. So I think you can go on. Yeah, okay. So you continue it picks up like twenty years after the events of Karate Kid. Um during the show you'll be seeing some flashbacks of the original Karate Kid, the movies or the I, I think there are like three movies or so I, I have to confess I actually haven't seen the movies. I, I, I think I should I really need to see them sure, because they look really good when they feature flashbacks in the show so yeah they pick, and incredibly enough they use the same actors as um for the original show you get mm. yeah that, I think that, that thing is really rare getting actors after like such a madly long amount of time that's why Grace Atom is actually incredible too you no, know, for the longest time we both said we never we were never going to watch that thing. Bro, because like because exactly like I think you guys should know this. Um Grace wait, isn't that like the longest? Well it probably isn't the longest. You know, you were it's saying not, it's like not, a soap. Days of our so, lives. Like, I think they are exactly <laughs> days of our lives. They are longer soaps, but I mean Grace Anatomy it's 18 seasons and counting and we started Grace Anatomy. You guys, we started it. Like it's it's almost it's almost like a journey of no return, but you know, I mean, I just figured Blacklist is like nine seasons. Which other top tier should we know? As Big Bang Theory is top seasons, although that one is like twenty. Everything that we, when we talk about series, I think sitcoms are like. Um, that's what I'm always saying. It's anytime you see something about sitcom, I just always I have to point out that caveat is a sitcom. Man, it's just different. Like said, it's different. Actually. I feel you, Sha. Okay, let's say mentalist. How many seasons the mentalist have? Seven. Seven. Okay. I mean, if actually... we were able to watch, we were able to watch nine seasons of Blacklist, seven seasons of mentalist. That's sixteen seasons. Like, I mean, we should be able to watch eight seasons of Grey's Anatomy now. It's not. Bro, lucky. Can you even remember everything that happened in Blacklist in the nine seasons? I probably can't, but. Not you know, probably, you cannot. Okay, so I definitely much can. The thing is, I probably, I okay, I definitely can't remember everything, but like, it doesn't mean I can't relate to everything. Because I know that you probably, like, you probably tell me to recall something exact and I won't be able to. But if you start talking about it and give me like cues, how like the memory will come up like in my head now, like for sure. But, yeah, yeah. you know, anyhow. So, um, I know we deviated from so I didn't remember where we deviated from. Um it's Cobra Kai. I was talking okay, about Cobra, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai yeah. yeah, so it picks up um 
sometime after the events of Karate Kid, it continues with the same actors, uh, the characters Johnny Lawrence and huh? I can't remember the. <laughs> I, I, found, I, I, know his, I think his real name is Zapka. Mm. I remember Shad, I John Lawrence and something. LaRusso. LaRusso. Yeah. That's the other right. guy's name. LaRusso. So, uh, they were both, when they were in their teens, that's what Karate Kid was about, that they, they, um, they had, they were opposing, they were opposing factions. The, the, the show is set in the valley. That's the name of the place, Sha. It's mm-hmm. in, Sha in the US. <laughs> yeah, so um the recording even got it got cut off. So I guess that's our cue to round up. And if that was not enough, 44 minutes, 44 seconds. <laughs> that's that that's <laughs> I, I didn't even know we had talked for that long for real. Bro, that's what I'm telling you. Like it's the easiest thing in the world that if, if you let you can just keep on rambling, you can just go rambling on about stress. For what's what's left yes. just to be making money from yourself, right? You know, they tell you to make money <laughs> from your hobbies. This Bro. is my hobby, like because huh? I guess people like making this podcast is just going to be a lot of fun for me and I really hope that Actually, it's a, it's a hobby. enjoy it as well. As much as as much as you enjoy making it, I hope you guys enjoy listening to it that much. Yeah. For Okay. Um, so we were trying to say that we we're going to uh, briefly touch on all the shows that we've seen. No, we didn't say all. We just said we we're going to briefly talk or t- touch on um, a lot of shows, yeah, but that that's definitely not possible. <laughs> it's going to be an ongoing process. So just just stick with us. Just stick with us. Definitely, there's lots more to come. A lot of stuff to cover. So many different shows, different genres, and everything. Yeah. Together. If um, you have suggestions for things you want to talk about, shows you want to hear about on the show, yeah. you can. You have our Twitter handles. Um, you can find me at Abdullah Yunus three on Twitter, and Tunde. And for people like me who really don't use Twitter, like I'm more of an Instagram guy. You know, feel free to send me a DM like on Instagram. Um, Tunde underscore underscore Fash. That's T U N D two underscores then F-E-S-H Sunday Fash thank you but then I wonder can somebody find you by like your display name display name what do you mean like you know your handle you can't you can't you can't change your handle maybe you can't but it's not something that you really change oh okay like my my handle is different from my display name yeah yeah I think my my display name is just Fash so I think it will just make sense to type out Tunde Fash, you know. And if you yes. type if you type out Fash, you probably see like my name as a suggestion there. Or it's just a rule of thumb. It's the fine boy that you see there when you search for it. Right? You know? Oh, fraud! Anyhow, one one podcast plug maybe. Yeah, you know. Uh, Let's go. We're told to go out and procreate. I'm, just, I'm doing the Lord's work. Oh, don't judge ah, so i mean this has been fun i think this was a huge success as the first episode um we'll try as much as possible to drop weekly episodes and 
you guys will forgive us if we fail to drop maybe one week like you just have to understand like the, the pro- something probably came up and we'll probably apologize in the following episode from the week we missed but you know just be with us um thank you very much this was very exciting um okay we'll see you in the next one bye yeah, okay.